it took me a very, 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 very long time to become the way that I am today. And I'm still nowhere near perfect. Welcome to the podcast by Mikhail Alphon. Before we get started on today's episode, I just wanted to point out one of my sponsors, Mike Me Audio, who actually created that incredible intro that you just heard. Now, Mike Me is actually responsible for creating Gary Vaynerchuk's intro, as well as uh, Brittany Crystal's on her Beyond Influential podcast. And what I love about it is it simply gives your podcast that high-end, high-production feel that really grabs your listeners' attention. Now, the good news is if you want an intro for yourself, you can actually go to micme.com, that's M-I-C-M-E.com, and use the promo code MIC at checkout, and you'll receive 10% off your first intro. And they make the process really easy. All you got to do is set in your script, uh, choose your music, choose your uh, voiceover actor, and they'll create it for you within 72 hours. Again, check out micme.com and use promo code MIC, M-I-Q-K, and you know the Q comes before the the K and you'll get 10% off at checkout. But before I speak too much, let's get on to the show. What's up guys and welcome to another episode of the podcast. As always, I am super pumped for this episode, but this one in particular because today Brie Thomas is back. Thank you for being here, Brie. If you don't already know Brie, she, you haven't been paying attention to my Instagram, <laughs> essentially, for the ne- for the last like six months to a year or so. But we wanted to change it up. For those of you who don't know, Brie is the founder and operator of Nutrivenience, a meal delivery, uh, vegan meal delivery service in Orange County, California. Also, a spin instructor. All things awesome. And today we're we're changing it up, and we're just gonna we're gonna eat some donuts. Yeah, donut extraordinaire. Don't forget that part. Donut extraordinaire. Can we talk a little bit about your obsession for donuts? Where did this start, anyways? Yeah, I don't know. Um, actually, I do know. It started when I was younger. I think that obviously I have a huge passion for food. I am a chef, and when I was younger, on Sundays I would get donuts with my grandpa. And like young, young, young age, probably like five or six years old. I remember that. And again, when I was just with my parents, I don't know, it just kind of, it brings me back to a a happy time and a happy feeling. It just kind of gives you that feeling of home and that, and they taste frigging amazing. Like, come on, how do you, I have a major sweet tooth, not all donuts. Yeah. I was going to say no two donuts are quite, actually, no, I take that back. The pink box donuts, let's just call it that. Yeah. Um, I, they're typically pretty light and sometimes I, I crave something like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, the but white with the rainbow sprinkles is my jam. That's your jam. Yeah. Today we're going to your favorite spot. Yes. This is Sidecar Donuts out of Costa Mesa, California. Um, I will have to say I've tried a couple gourmet donut places since I've met you. This isn't <laughs> something that I really gave a shit about before, but now I'm like, all right, cool. Like there is a difference between donuts. There is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know, and to the listener, I apologize, you can't see how amazing these are. Maybe we'll link up some pictures or something like that in the show notes so that you know exactly uh, what we're dealing with here. But they are fan- they are fantastic. They're beautiful, too. Um, so Sidecar crushes it. This is not your average donut. They even have an ex Benedict donut. Oh, my God. 
that's the one that makes me cry. <laughs> no, the first time I ate it, I think it brought a tear to my eye. Did it really? Yeah, because Why? I was mind blown. Because how do you get a perfectly poached egg inside of a donut? Not gonna lie, I felt the same way. Oh my god! And I it's actually like, quite—it's actually pretty delicious. They're so good. <laughs> like again, it brought a tear to my eye. They're so good. You've been in our office for about maybe 45 minutes or so. You saw the sidecar donuts. They are here. Maybe we should dig in. I think we should. All right. What are you going to try first? So my first one, based on what we have here, is going to be the Huckleberry. That's <laughs> like, my jam. I like that you know the name of it right off the right I could the tell bat. you probably every... Oh, yeah. I could tell you everyone. That's butter and salt. Okay. That's old-fashioned. Okay. That's the chocolate. <laughs> this is just the raised, like, vanilla one. Okay. Um... That's yeah. butter and salt back there. Yeah, I got a couple. Yeah, For some reason, butter and salt sounded really butter good Butter and salt me. is really freaking good. That's where I'm going to go second. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm going to try this with you. Huckleberry. The Huckleberry from Sidecar. Sidecar is getting a lot of love out of this one. We're going to have to tag them in it, huh? Yeah. I'm in, yeah. Yeah. Let's see what we can get out of this. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Donut cheers. Never done that before. It's like a blueberry muffin, but like the blueberry muffin of your dreams with frosting. <laughs> If that can even make sense. Okay, first of all, mm -hmm. this is not an, it is like a muffin. Mm -hmm. Correct. My gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually probably one of my favorite ones. I think they make like a gluten-free version of this too. Yeah, I think they change it up weekly, mm -hmm. what their gluten-free options are. There was a week after I discovered this specific donut where I was going in every day and getting one <laughs> and a coffee. And I would wait until the f next batch or the fresh batch mm -hmm. came out. Like I would wait like yeah. 15 or 20 minutes, even if I had to, and have coffee because this served up right when it's ready, warm is- it was amazing. Again, I cried <laughs> for a week. <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't caught up for a while. What's going on? Well, you know, just business, life, spin, everything. It's crazy. And when you have so many, I guess you could say avenues in your life, yeah. there's never a dull moment. You, you know? do have a lot, which a is lot. awesome. A lot, which is awesome. What's your favorite one today? I don't know if I can say that. I really like the combination of all three. So, and for people that don't know, I private chef full time. Oh yeah, that's and right. And then I own Nutrivenience, which is our vegan meal delivery company. And then I teach spin. Mm. So I feel like, I don't know, I get... The, all of those things check different boxes for me. You know, spin is kind of like my outlet. It's a little bit of my meditation. It allows me to be creative and crazy. And um, Crazy is definitely the word. And just kind of like authentic and in the moment and be celebrated and praised for that, which is really nice for me. Um, and then Nutrivenience is kind of this platform, again, where I could use my creativity, but I'm also helping people. Um, I'm doing that as spin as well. You know, they're all a little bit similar. Um, but Nutrivenience is fun because it's it's more of a project and an ongoing project. Again, it's kind of building it brick by brick and learning different things every week and trying this out and trying this out and what works and what doesn't. Um, so it's very rewarding to, to do and to see how far we've come. Yeah. Um, with so little starting off. And then my private chef job, I'm so lucky to work for the family that I work for. They're absolutely amazing. They're like my second family. Um, and I get to travel with them. I'm actually going to Hawaii next week. I know. I'm so jealous, dude. I've never for, been. Yeah. I'm, I'm very fortunate. I work a lot. I work seven days a week, probably 100 hours a week. 
Yeah, I, that's really true. Actually, like you mentioned one time, it's like all right after eight thirty, I'm good. Like to like hang out, and then but you're always doing something like the next day. Yeah, I usually I wake up at eight. You know, I'm not a morning person. I wish I could be. <laughs> I wake up at eight, um, and usually I'm going until about eight nine. Sometimes midnight. A lot of times I come home and my computer time is from eight p.m. to midnight, and then I go to bed. I wake up. Do it all over again. If you're going to bed at midnight though and waking up at nine, I'm going. I'm waking up at eight. Come on, give me some credit. Okay, okay. I'm waking up at I'm eight. I'm saying like that's normal. It's eight hours. I yeah. go to sleep at ten or eleven, and I wake up at five ish. Yeah. So it's like still six or seven hours. I'm good with six or seven hours. Yeah, I need I need a good seven to eight. Were you always a workaholic? Um, Wait, I take that back. That is saying that you would be a workaholic now. Do you consider yourself a workaholic? No, I don't. You just work hard. I think that I'm just very passionate about what I do, mm-hmm. and I'm very lucky to have, um, I don't know, made my life the way that I have, and I'm obsessed with everything that I do. So, you know, I think about having a free time, and it's like, what else would I be doing that is going to be this rewarding, you know? 100%. Yeah, I do want to travel eventually and stuff like that, but right now, every day is so rewarding. Like, I'm literally coming to the finish line at the end of each day, like skidding in, like covered in mud with like ripped in my, you know what I mean? Like every day I feel like I'm living life to the absolute fullest. Did you, were you always like that? I think I've always been a little bit of an extremist. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it started when I was younger. I did gymnastics. I started when I was eight years old. Um, I've always had to be the best at everything that I do. I'm an only child. I don't know if that's a good thing, but it's one of um, the strengths that I think has gotten me to where I am. So I always strive to be the best. Yeah. And I think I'm a fast learner. So again, like I didn't go to college. I didn't really have very many mentors in terms of business or anything like that. I kind of just, I get an idea in my head and I, I figure out what the end goal is. And then I kind of work backwards from there and figure out how, how to connect where I am now to where I want to be and what are those steps. And then I go. You know, I talked about it in spin a lot. I think um, having endurance, not only physical endurance, but like mental endurance and emotional endurance, it's so, so important. And it's a lot of um, how I structure my spin classes is I take people, you guys, and I put them in this crazy, insane situation. I get them really tired. And then I usually will throw like a, a, a curveball in there where, okay, you're really tired. We just did a run. You can't breathe. You think you're going to get a recovery, but we're actually going to do like 17 intervals now. There's no recoveries in your class. There's no recoveries. And I let them go through that moment of like complete fear, like, oh my God, I can't do this. And then it's my job to kind of grab their hand and say, we're, we're actually going to keep going. We're going to go together. And I think conditioning that positive stress response over and over and over and over and over again not only helps you with your physical endurance and spin class, but out in life mm-hmm. because that's life. You know, it's like I told you, there are no recoveries in life. You know, that's why you always hear me saying an active recovery because there just aren't. So I think that's just exercise has gotten me to that point. I would say fitness. Yeah. Fitness has really conditioned me to just being a strong human yeah. and allowed me to get to where I am today. I think that's an excellent place to try another donut. Yeah. <laughs> which one which one should we try next? I'm going butter and salt. Okay, I would love to try one of those. I think there's a whole one for both of us, right? Or are they both butter and salt? I think they're both whole. Okay. 
Fantastic. <laughs> I mean, there's a hole in the middle, but okay, I don't know what butter we're... and salt. This feels <laughs> heavy. It's dense. Oh my gosh. It's dense. It is. But God, <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, if there was any, <laughs> if there was any podcast that I should have filmed, it would it should have been this one. It should have been this yeah. one. Next time. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not a pretty eater. I just go straight into it. My mother would be so disappointed. I'm chewing. I'm like talking with my mouth. With full. your mouth full. Mm-hmm. I think my mother would be proud of me. <laughs> your mom's a really nice lady. I'm happy she I got to meet her. She is so nice. <laughs> She's the best. You know, you were talking about mental and physical, mental and physical strength, and it's funny. Like this is supposed to be conversational, but literally, I'm so curious about people in general and like. And for somebody like you, you've accomplished a lot and you accomplish a lot every single day. But one thing that I've noticed about you is like, you're like unapologetically confident. And I love that because I almost, it's almost taboo. I think for certain people, like everybody wants to harness their inner Beyonce, but nobody ever harnesses their inner Beyonce. Right. But those are the people that really achieve, I think. But, um, where was I going with that? Oh, my, my, my main thing was, where did you even start to build like that type of confidence? But I also want to touch on that as well, because even though it took me a very, 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 very long time to become the way that I am today, and I'm still nowhere near perfect, mm-hmm. I'm still scared shitless from a lot of the things that I do. Um, and I still have rough patches and I still have hard times. And it's like it took doing doing things over and over and over and over and over and over and learning and becoming better. And people start to recognize that. I think when you're living and not to get too spiritual here, because please anyways, do. I just, I think when you're living an authentic life and you're living kind of on purpose, mm-hmm. if you would say, um, people see that and people, I don't know, they, they recognize your energy and they, they praise you for it. And that, I would be lying if I said that, you know, the strength and the confidence all came from me. It didn't. It, a lot of it came from people recognizing these things and telling me these things and and conditioning these ideas in my head like, wow, you know, I can't believe you did this or you did this and it really helped me or you did this. And it's like, wow, I do know what I'm doing. I do know what I'm talking about. I just need to, I need to kind of stay in that space. But it took a long time and it just takes courage, you know, Um it just takes courage. When did you start accepting? I'm sorry, I started eating a donut. I realized that was an important, an uh, <laughs> uh, inappropriate time to start <laughs> eating a donut. But I was like, I was so in the story, I was like eating popcorn almost. <laughs> when did you start accepting the affirmations in your life, or did you always the affirmations like from other people? Mm-hmm. Probably, maybe two years ago. Really? Yeah. So it's recent. It's very recent. It's very recent because when I started my company, I thought I knew nothing. And it at the same at the very same time as kind of like when I had just started Spin, I was still semi new to like the chef industry, um, and it kind of just all happened at once. Mm-hmm. I started gaining momentum, and I started realizing, you know, a lot of these people out here don't know what they're talking about either. You know, a lot of us are just really on the same path and really on the same mindset, and we're all just trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. So if I just focus on what I know and what I'm good at and where my heart is at and I come from that place, 
that's, you know, that's it. Yeah. That's, that's the goal. That's the answer. Instead of looking around at all of these other people and where, you know, I think it's good to learn from people and to get inspired and to see, you know, what works for others and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. But using that um, and really just diving deep within yourself, you know, what your own path is. Do you think, so, I mean, the, the bit, I can't remember what we were talking about it on, but. Donuts. We're talking <laughs> yeah, about dude. donuts. So you said you started accepting these affirmations in your life. Do you do you think like seeing the progress in your business totally was what was like? Oh shit! I one hundred percent, one hundred percent. This is why we're friends. Like that's the same <laughs> shit for me. You yeah. know what I mean? That's it's crazy. like oh, I kind of know what I'm talking about yeah. a little bit. Yeah, you know, um, and what I'm doing is working, and I'm not full of shit. And because a lot of times, you know, you think, who am I? I didn't go to college. I'm not a doctor. I'm not this person. Um, But again, I really try to come from a place of this is my experience and this this is what I have learned based on my experiences and this is what has worked for me. I'm not saying this is going to work for you, but here it is. Try it. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. But this is what it's done for me. And I think coming from that space rather than coming from a space of this is wrong, this is right, this works, this doesn't. Um, is very important and it's it's made me feel better about myself. It's given yeah. me more confidence because this is what I've experienced. This is what has worked for me. This is, you know, in terms of food, in terms of fitness, in terms of lifestyle, these are the things that work for me. I'm not faking that, yeah. you know, um, rather than reading a book and then trying to just say what this person is telling me is right or wrong, which is different. Yeah. What about, you know, what about for the person that doesn't, have a business that they can reflect on and see their progress, like any recommendations? I mean, I think it's very important to have something in your life, um, even if it's not monetary, even if it's not a job and you're not making money, whether it be fitness, whether it be um, relationships, whether it be anything like that, have something that you're passionate about and have a little bit of a forward motion with that. You know, if it's fitness, it's like, okay, here's my goal. Um, I want to eventually get to this point, Um, whether it be to run a marathon or do whatever. I've always been that type of person where I I have weird goals. Like I ran a half marathon before on my 24th birthday. I hate running. I hate running. I hate it. I just did it. Right. Because I'm a psycho. Like I can't even explain why. But I freaking did it. Yeah. I'll never do it again. Right. Um, But I think it's important to set those goals, whatever they may be. It could be finishing this whole box of donuts. It could be, you know, like. I accomplish that with you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And again, conditioning that positive response every time you you succeed in those goals really kind of, I don't know, helps you think I'm I'm strong, I'm capable. Right. I'm a big believer in focus, yeah. And I, I think that at at one point or another, there like most people can find something that they're good at yes. or something that they enjoy. Yes. Uh, I also believe that they choose not to focus on that sometimes. Yes. Uh, how much of your confidence and general happiness? You seem like a very you're like a happy person. Um, how much is that? comes from focus and do you have to focus on that every day? You know, I'm not, it's funny. My mom mentioned this. She's like, I don't understand why you're so good. And obviously this is like coming from my mom. Um, but she, you know, always tells me I'm such a light and I am so positive regardless of everything. And, um, again, I think it's just been something that's been conditioned in me. Um, I, I won't say that, 
I've had the easiest life. I don't think any of us have. You know, we've all gone through um, heartbreaks and roadblocks and whatever. Um, and but I think when you hit those things, you have a choice, and it's to either fall into it. And for a long time, I did. I was in a really unhealthy relationship, and I was really insecure, um, and I stayed in it for much longer than I should have. And um, and I'm just using this one example, but once I got out of that and I freed myself from it, I kind of started to gain momentum and gain confidence in myself and things like that. But I have been in those low places, yeah. you know. Um, so I think those those things really condition us. I'm not sure if there's a specific reason why I chose the route that I did. Again, I just think I'm a fighter. I'm an only child. I'm I've always been you know, just a strong, resilient, stubborn <laughs> yeah. person. You know, I refuse to go any other way. Forward is is it, <laughs> you know? Was your dad around? No. Yeah, so when I was younger, um, my mom and my dad were never married. And then <clears throat> my mom and my dad split when I was very young. My mom married my stepdad. Um, and my dad was in the picture for a few years. And then my mom and my stepdad got a divorce when I was started their divorce when I was 18. Mm -hmm. And then I moved down to Orange County when I was 20 mm -hmm. to kind of get away from the drama, essentially, the family drama. So my family unit my whole life has been interesting. Um, and I think I, I'm striving to have what I didn't have. And it's a big reason why I work so hard. Um, and a, a lot of people probably don't know this, or I mean, I guess it's a good thing to touch on. The reason that I structured my business the way that I did, we're in the kitchen twice a week, maybe now two and a half times a week. Um, I don't want to work a job where I have to be present. Like I don't want a restaurant. Right. I don't want to have to be present every day. I want a family. I want a certain lifestyle. Um, I'm not looking to be a millionaire, but I modeled my business not based on how do I make the most money, based off of what sort of life do I want to live. Mm. And that's why Nutrivenience is structured the way that it is. Yeah. Because that's the end goal that's most important to me. Yeah. Donut number three? Donut number three. <laughs> <laughs> Donut number three. What are you, I'm going to let you uh, lead the way on this one. I've never had that guy before. Okay. So that's the old-fashioned. Okay. Go for it. This one's just half. I'll take that. I mean, we can share. We're not really eating these full donuts here. No, that's, I understand. I'm going to have the worst donut hangover later. Well, we're only having bites of it. To the listener right now. It's a mess. There, there is a mess. It's yeah. a mess. It's a mess. I'm excited <laughs> that we got to do this. But though. it's a tasty mess. Mm -hmm. My goodness. It's good. I really appreciate you sharing that all with me. It's all these deep thoughts over donuts. Deep thoughts over donuts. Yeah. That's the title. It could be a thing. You're a great copywriter as well. <laughs> You're good, you're good at a lot of things. That's why I'm like, where did this come from? You know what I mean? And it's like, I have so much interest in that. And it's funny because like, if I didn't, I know that I get into interview mode with my friends in general, but I'm genuinely curious about like, how did you become who you are today? Person. It wasn't easy. I want to say that. I think, you know, on social media and obviously everybody says it, you know, it's not real life mm -hmm. and it's, it wasn't easy. So it's okay for other people to feel like they don't have it all together. I'm going to a therapy appointment after this. I did one last week. I'm going at 2 p.m. You. Yeah. you know, so it's like, um, but again, I think we have that choice. Yeah. 
and I've created a life that I value. And luckily I have people like you and my friends yeah. and, you know, a great support system and a mom that loves me more than anything. Your mom you took know? your and spin like, class. Oh my God. We haven't talked since. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do leave sometimes yeah. thinking, why am I even friends with this person? Yeah. Uh, no, there are some people that won't talk to me for a few days and then yeah. it's like they're back. Um, but again, I think those things are really important and those things are what keep me going is, mm. you know, my support group, my friends, and I love my life and I've worked too fucking hard getting where I've gotten yeah. to give it up over whatever comes my way, you yeah. know, whether it be a hiccup in my professional life, in my personal life, whatever it is, like, no way. Isn't it crazy to think, because, you know, I don't, I hate talking about me on my own show, but I feel very similar. It's like, you work too fucking hard yeah. to let something yes. get in the way of this. But isn't it crazy that we wake up every day and it's like, we haven't even done anything yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a sickening feeling sometimes, but I'm like really addicted to it. It's, yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah. And I think it's just still touching on that a little bit. Um, really important to keep yourself healthy. And I'm not trying to touch on my business in terms, but I mean in terms of what you're eating, how you're feeling your body. Yeah. You know, I feel like shit when I when I eat like crap and when I don't exercise. So if I'm already in a hard spot, I'm really going to be on top of my nutrition. I'm going to be even even more on top of my nutrition and even more on top of my exercise. Mm. If I feel like I need to work something out, I'm going to schedule that therapy appointment. If I feel like I need to go to yoga, I'm going to go do that. If I feel like I need to go home and cry for three hours, I'm going to do that. Like you have to deal with your shit in a healthy way, especially when you have so much going on in your life. For me, I don't have downtime. You know, I don't have time for breakdown. I don't have time to turn off for a few days and check out. Like I don't. So... Dealing with your shit in a healthy way, knowing that it happens, knowing that you're not alone and building that life that you love and having that support group. I mean, I think that's the goal and we're all going through it, you know? Yeah. We're all doing it. Have you had to go home and cry for three hours? Oh yeah. Fuck, Fuck. yeah. All the time. I'm actually a very emotional person. I, it's, that's interesting to me. I, which I, is so funny. Because I see a certain side. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like. Well, I think I'm very, like I have such, um. Like, relatively private? About, I'm very private, mm. but I think it's also because I'm such a big softie. <laughs> I feel a lot, yeah. and I think that's my strength, and it's also my weakness, mm -hmm. um, but it's a great strength to have. Yeah. And it's it's something I've chosen to try to hold on to because I think a lot of people, they turn it off, mm. you know? Um, and as bad as that hurts sometimes when it comes to relationships and them not working out or even friendships or um, – you know, even in business, when people do you wrong, um, it hurts. It hurts me a lot more. And I'm not even going to say a lot more than people, but it hurts. It yeah. definitely jolts me. Yeah. How do you put on your shield every day? Honestly, I wake up, I drink a cup of coffee. I turn on usually some sort of like dirty rap music <laughs> real loud. <laughs> Like in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just snorted. You on did me. just snort. Damn it. You did just snort. <laughs> um, I drink my coffee. Yeah. And I go get my workout in and I get those endorphins flowing and I get to inspire people. Usually it's spin, you know, I get to act like a crazy person. I get it all out. I look around. I think about how grateful I am and I hear, you know, everybody telling me how much I inspire them and how much I'm helping them. And it just, it gives me purpose, yeah. you know? 
It really helps with everything. I'm sure everybody that tells you that, like, they're your reason for doing the thing yes. and, like, staying strong. Yes. Ta I have to. Taxing on you. Yeah. Huh? I have to be the one. It's crazy. Um, speaking of the people, uh, yesterday on Instagram, I put I'm out nervous a for quick these. poll. <laughs> and it was... And, you know, in fact, to the listener who doesn't actually follow me on Instagram, until I took my break, there was a good, like, three months or so, like, a lot of content between you and I. Yeah. Um, and it's fun because it's, like, for me, it was it was a little bit of an escape around, like, I get so over the whole, like, five ways to increase your Instagram. <laughs> Here's the new entrepreneur. Da, da, da. And I'm a very, like, positive, like, in yeah. life, I'm a positive person. Mm -hmm. However. And you're very funny. Thank you. You are very funny. <laughs> You know what? I hope Alexa <laughs> hears that part. She's like, sometimes she's like, you're not, it just wasn't that funny. I'm like, what the, f it oh was hilarious. God. Don't bring her into this. <laughs> but anyways, um, but I get so over that content. It was, it was so much fun doing that stuff, or it is fun doing that stuff with you. But I asked Instagram um, if we could ask Brie a question, what yes. would it be? So we'll just start. Um, I'm going to take a deep breath. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Fit Du Jour asks, what wakes you up in the morning? Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Coffee. My yeah. alarm and then coffee. We just went like deep. Like it was yeah, like we a, went real deep. We went real deep. So yeah. we're gonna stick with coffee. Okay. Um Ron Marklevitz asks, where where do you do the cooking for your meal prep company? So we have a kitchen in Westside Costa Mesa that we rent. Um yeah, we rent it out. We go in there two days a week, bang it out deliver it. I have a feeling that might be a business question. So we'll link the, the contact information later on, or you could just DM Brie, I'm sure. Um, Dave Hernandez asks, what is your favorite donut? Ooh, probably the Huckleberry. The Huckleberry? You know, it actually, okay, so it's a cross between the Huckleberry and then the Eggs Benedict one. It depends if I'm feeling more savory or more sweet. 75% of the time I'm feeling more sweet. Not going to lie, I was really impressed with the Eggs Benedict one because... Well, for one, yes, the poached egg in there. It's impressive. It's crazy. Yes. But it was actually a pretty good eggs benedict, in my opinion. The basil. Basil on like just a little bit of basil can like is life changing. Very strong, but very good. <laughs> um, Shani Bella XO asks, what are your favorite on the go healthy snacks that you always keep on you? I saw that. So I try to Honestly, I usually have Lara bars. Mm. Um, I'm always on the go. I'm always moving. If it's not a Nutrivenience green drink or a Nutrivenience almond milk, it's probably Lara bars just because they have such a clean ingredient label. We've talked about this. It's yeah. all whole foods. So right. it's like cashews, dates, some sort of nut, seed, whatever. That's it. It's simple. Yes, it's higher in sugars. Yes, it's higher in carbohydrates. I don't care about that stuff. I don't count those things. I eat real food. I'm very active. I don't count my calories. Yeah, for sure. Uh, have you ever had those, like the no BS bars? I have not. Apparently there's no BS in them and it has like the four, like. <laughs> Define BS. Yeah, I know. It has like the, it has like the ingredients. I wonder on if it. I have one. Yeah. You've seen them though, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I've had I think them. they have egg whites in them or eggs in them, though. They do. Yeah. I try to stick to plant-based things as much as possible. Mm. Um, if I'm going to have something that's not plant-based, I'm not vegan, right. by the way, um, if nobody knows that. If I'm going to have something that's not plant-based, I'm going to have a good grass-fed steak or, like, a piece of salmon yeah. or, you know, wild salmon or whatever. I'm not going to waste it on a bar with egg whites in it. Or? Or a freaking donut. Yeah. I'm really excited that you spent some of your 20% on 
with me today and had this donut. Yeah, these donuts. We still donuts. have a couple. We still have a couple. The chocolate one. Actually, I'm going to take a break and pull a chocolate yeah, one. Yeah, please do. Chocolate. 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 This is also another one that's very dreamy, um, fresh out of the fryer. <laughs> <laughs> Because it almost has like these little oh chocolate. Oh my gosh, dude, there's a chocolate goblin. Hold on, I'm not done explaining it. It has these little <laughs> chocolate chunks in there. So when it's fresh out, they're like these little like melted morsels inside of the cake. It's still really delicious and it's, mm -hmm. it feels like dark chocolate, which makes me happy. It mm -hmm. tastes like dark chocolate. Are you a chocolate lover? Uh, I like dark chocolate. I don't like milk chocolate. Hmm. Well, mm -hmm. that's good. Dark chocolate is better for you. Schaffenberger chocolate. Was so good. I don't know if they make Scherfenberger anymore. Scherfenberger? I don't know what you're saying right now. But <laughs> That's exactly. Obviously, some like I think it was like German chocolate or something like was that. Was the best. It was really good, but Hershey bought them out like back in 2010, and I think they shut everything down. Makes me sad. Heartbreak. Do you want to talk about it? <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Riley McKenna asks. Tactical consistency mm. tips. Like what can somebody do Ooh. to stay consistent, whether it be in the workout or their work life? Tactical consistency. Um, you know, I think it's really just writing out your goals. I have a list that I keep every single day. I don't do anything fancy. It's literally in the notes app of my phone. Mm -hmm. I've tried all of those super fancy things and I've realized all those things do is take more of my time doing them. <laughs> and that just pisses me off. So I'm like, why? Why get fancy? I write a list every night before I go to bed, six things I need to do the next day, six nice. of the most important things. I read somewhere that six things was like the number. I forget where I read that. Really? Yeah. However, those are on top of like all of the other things that are scheduled in my day-to-day. -day. Right. Um, that's something that I do. In terms of workouts, I try to keep four to five a week. That's just set in, yeah. set in stone. You just I do it like no matter what. Out. It keeps me sane. Mm -hmm. It keeps me sane and it keeps me in that positivity mode and it keeps me awake and alert and focused and it's it's detrimental to yeah. my health. Yeah. If I could add to that, I know these yes. questions weren't for me, but no, Riley. No, I think you should. Thank you. Um, I think accountability is a big one. And the reason I say that is because obviously like I go to your class mm -hmm. and I know that I'm going to see you. If I don't, you'll talk shit on me. So it's like, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like, where the fuck were you? It's like, so uh, that's the reason. There's, that's the real reason. But signing up for, you know, Union Ride in general, I've never taken any other class actually. Like, I'm, for whatever reason, I'm against um, like CrossFit. I've done one class up in the mountains, which was really difficult. Um, respect to all, you know, now have a lot of respect for the CrossFit crew. It's just not my thing. Yeah. Um, but the class thing has really helped me out a lot because it's like, dude, you got to show up. Exactly. You know what I mean? So if you can sign up for a class exactly. and especially where your friends are going to be. 100%. You know, it helps yeah. out. Yeah. I used to do or try to trick myself into doing the at-home workouts or like the runs and yeah, it doesn't work for me. Mm. Same thing. Signing up for a group class, anything like that. Yeah. Definitely the accountability. Yeah. I put helps. it on my calendar sometimes too. Yeah. Like just to like block out mentally for that. Anyways, um, <laughs> Liv asks, what really is the Brazilian butt lift? I just saw Adam's question. <laughs> That's getting asked. Ah, okay. What is the Brazilian butt lift? Yeah. Hmm. How can I give away this like 
this information though. Do they just have to come to class at nine? Yes, they have to come to class. So in my spin class, I focus on obviously the glutes, mm-hmm. um, the back of your leg, the hamstring, and your butt cheeks. Yeah. Because I have a booty and I like to keep it toned. And I've learned ways to do that in spin class. Yeah. So yeah, we isolate. Um, you know, we do a combination of things with the tension on the bike, which helps target those muscles. Um, we even go, or I even go as far as like simulating a single leg press on the bike. You know, you get really heavy and you only push with one leg, and then you switch and you only push with the other leg. And we get all over the booty. Yeah. So that is the Brazilian butt lift. Yeah. It's actually, um, I feel like it's helped me. Yeah, come check it out. Come try it, you know. We'll do before and afters. Um, and I guess I got to ask, Adam Shell asked, will you go out with me? I love Adam to death. <laughs> You're going to make me turn Adam down on, um, on real live TV right now? <laughs> I don't think we're filming, so it's fine. Adam, can we go out for pizza all together with Mick? Maybe? Oh no? Oh my gosh, yes. Dude. Yeah, that would be really good. I'd I love think the pizza. we should maybe videotape it and like, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe pizza eating contest or like something like, of that I just sort. Got real I know your smile just got <laughs> real big. Your smile just got real big. I think I actually might get crushed on this one. I need to strategize because it needs to be something I can win. So, well, so one of the things, obviously, yeah, right. One of the things I'm really good at. There's two things I'm really good at. One is falling asleep basically anywhere. For like <laughs> seriously, like in weird places, I will fall asleep. Uh, recently, I it was like a park bench. Like Alexa was. Uh, Are you ba- homeless? No, but Alexa was babysitting two kids, and I was with Alexa, and I was overplaying with the kids at that point. <laughs> so I wanted to take a nap, and I did it on the park, like on top of the park bench. That's amazing. Yeah, in the sun. So there's that. The other thing I'm really good at is eating super fast. So I will probably crush you. Okay, then I'm gonna have to re-strategize what we do. Okay, so that you can win. Yes, of course. <laughs> Why would I go into something not knowing? Yeah. You know what's crazy is I remember doing an Instagram story with you one time, and I, and it was with Hannah, and I was like, hey, Hannah, did we win or did Brie win? And you, like, popped in, and you were like, I always win. <laughs> I didn't realize like how deep that actually was. Like that I'm wasn't a very character. Very competitive. It means it. I told you. I think it's it's my mom's fault. I'm an only child, <laughs> you know. And it was like when I got introduced to the real world, it was like, no. Who are you competing with? Everybody else in the entire world. Do you I do don't it know. Silently sometimes. No, I just like being really. I just like being really good at everything that I do. Yeah. Um. And again, I think I'm very capable, and I smart and Mm -hmm. I like to figure things out. So if you don't do something for the first time, like if you, let's say you're trying something for the first time and you feel like you're not good at it, I mean, how do you- Oh, heck yeah, it takes so long. But will you just do it until you're good at it? Yes. And I will research and I will figure it out. If it's something that I'm very into. Yeah. My first union rides class, I don't think I came back for three weeks because I was so overwhelmed. I went to a class and Mindy taught me. Yeah. And she was like, you in the back, get your legs on. And I was like, oh, this lady's scaring the shit out of me. Yeah. And I wore this orange sports bra and I was glowing in the black lights. I had no idea. Thought I was hiding in the back. And I don't think I came back for three weeks. (laughs) I swear to God. But then when I came back, she was like, do you want to teach? What? Like, you're crazy. After one time? She just knew. I... Like I said, from gymnastics and stuff, I'm I'm good with music. I'm coordinated. Um, And I was like, give me three months. And yeah, let's do it. 
So for those three months, I came to class like five to six times a week. Yeah. And I just really committed to it. And then I was like, yeah, let's go. But I was not a good teacher when I started. Again, I think it's just that. Six time. Right. It takes so much time. I don't think I started becoming good at it until like one and a half years in. Really? Yeah. So I caught you like right as oh, it yeah. was good? I'm peaking. I'm peaking right now. <laughs> I'm going to be peaking for a long time though. Get ready. <laughs> you can just stay up there it's for a, a while. It's a big peak. Yeah. That's crazy, man. It's that, a big peak. It's actually, to be honest, like for me, um, you know, and maybe I'm speaking for some of the listeners, maybe I'm not, but it, like for me, it's actually nice to hear. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh shit, you kind of just figured you, you out yeah. like not too long ago. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, I still am. I think as humans, we're constantly changing. I'm definitely not a fixed person. I'm like mm-hmm. very fluid. Um, and I think that, you know, through all stages of life, we change and maybe the person we are changes. Maybe our thought process changed. Maybe something sparks us to think something else or want to do something else. And that's okay. I think it's just constantly learning, you know, and mindset and diet and lifestyle and everything. It's figuring yourself out, your body out, what works for you specifically. You know, what's funny is uh, I was thinking about this as you were talking is the way that you articulate yourself and your thoughts, like now I'm just kind of dumping. Some might feel as if it's almost a canned response, but like I get the vibe from you that you're always thinking about this. You're always finding a way to like level up your mindset, level up your business, level up your body, like all that. I think a lot, unfortunately. I'm a huge overthinker. Oh my God, I can never shut my brain off, which is why I love spin because Mm -hmm. it, you know, people like go to yoga, meditate, which I really need to learn how to do. Spin is the only thing that can turn my brain off and Mm. make me become fully present because there are lights and I'm yelling and it's crazy and I'm not thinking about what's going on in the outside world. Um, But apart from that, I'm always thinking and Mm. I'm always thinking like 27 steps ahead. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, the first, I think it's about a year anniversary of when we did our first podcast together. I didn't do that purposely and and now I'm going to go and look. You mentioned, like, we talked about meditation real quick, and you mentioned something about, like, spin being your meditation. Yes. I was like, this girl's out of her mind. Like, yeah. Fucking, I am a little bit. Yeah, but I've, <laughs> and so for me, I was like, I was at the class, and I was like, there's no way that you can do something like that. And then now it's the same thing it. for me. I've actually had to do less of the silent by myself meditation because I go do that thing. Yeah. It's interesting, especially when you're focusing on, like, mindfulness and where your body's at and things totally. like that all the time. It's whatever it's works for you. Yeah, man. Um I'm really pumped that we got to have this conversation. Same. Uh, Thank you for the donuts. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) For the the seven people listening who might not know you yet, (laughs) where can they find you? So you can find me on Instagram. My personal handle is at Bree Thomas. It's B-R-E underscore T-H-O-M-A-S. And my business profile is at Nutrivenience. And you'll tag it. There's going to be a lot of – there's going to be a lot of notes to tag that. And be sure to check Bree out, not just for – the, the health stuff, but really the mind stuff. I've noticed that this has been coming out a lot more in your content. It's making me s- super happy. I, I love seeing that round out. Um, but to the listener, thank you so much for your time and your attention. We really appreciate it. If you loved the episode, we would dig a five-star review. If you didn't like the episode that much, feel free to stick it to us, but subscribe anyways, because we're going to have a lot of incredible people just like Bree back on the show. Until episode three, we'll see you next time. Yes. Actually, that would be the fourth episode of the podcast with you. Look at us. Got to do it. Cheers. Cheers.